This is Matthew Cratter from Bitcoin University. Today I want to talk about three really common mistakes that people make when it comes to storing their Bitcoin. The first one is definitely do not use a Bitcoin paper wallet. This is outdated technology. What it basically is, is you have a piece of paper on which is printed a Bitcoin address where you can receive Bitcoin or where the Bitcoin is being held. And then you have a private key on the other side that can be used to sign a transaction moving that Bitcoin sending it. The problem with paper wallets is they encourage reusing the same Bitcoin address, which is really bad when it comes to privacy. Also, if you use a paper wallet generator, it may be compromised, especially if you use an online generator for the private keys. It may be an outright scam, or it may not pr be producing enough randomness to secure your Bitcoin. You may also have malware on your computer or the computer you use to generate this paper wallet. They can read the paper wallet, or your wallet may even end up uploaded unencrypted in the cloud as a PDF or other document. Unless you have a thorough understanding of everything that's going on on your computer at an operating system level and hardware level, you could definitely run into trouble. Also, when you print your paper wallet, it may be intercepted over your Wi-Fi, or even if you use a connected cord, it may be read by malware associated with your printer. It's a really, really bad idea to let your private keys ever touch the internet. You can generate a paper wallet offline, but there are many ways to mess this up. Hardware wallets are a much better solution. They allow you to avoid this because the private keys never leave the, leave the hardware wallet. They're generated by the hardware wallet and they stay inside the secure element, the chip inside of there. And then Bitcoin transactions are, are sent inside the hardware wallet where they're signed. And then that signed transaction is passed back out to be broadcast to the network. The real question is, how do you sign Bitcoin transactions with a paper wallet? At some point, you're going to have to bring those keys online or find a solution to signing them. You could enter them, I suppose, into some sort of signing device. Uh, but what most people in practice end up doing is entering their private key somewhere online, probably a hot wallet, a software wallet, when it is time to sign a Bitcoin transaction. And so this could become very uh, cumbersome as well if you have multiple Bitcoin addresses, which you presumably will because you don't want to be reusing Bitcoin addresses. You could try doing this. You could try generating a paper wallet on an air gap computer. But again, there are many ways to mess this up. And this, this, your private keys may end up stored somewhere inside the computer. And then if this computer is ever connected to the internet accidentally, your data could be leaked. This happened to this Redditor who basically used an online generator. Uh, I was doing self-custody, generated my key and printed it on paper on an offline computer, transferred my BTC to this offline wallet and kept it stored in a safe that only I have the key for. But unfortunately his wallet was swept and in an update he revealed that he used an online wallet creation tool called WalletGenerator.net. Definitely do not use any online service like this. Instead, just use a widely known hardware wallet. Don't use an obscure one. Use one that has many eyeballs on it, like the cold card or the Blockstream Jade. Also, I would advise against using any hardware wallet that offers support to altcoins, to ship coins, since these kind of wallets have a wider attack service because they offer support for so many different types of crypto. Use a hardware wallet to store your Bitcoin private keys. Don't use an old smartphone. Don't use an old computer. Don't build your own storage solution by trying to close all the open doors on your phone or computer. Even if you're a hardware and software and operating system expert, you could run into a lot of trouble doing this. You're just recreating the wheel and you're probably gonna make a mistake even if you understand, as I said, hardware operating systems inside and out. So just use a cold card, use a Blockstream Jade. If you don't trust it at first, generate a fresh wallet on your cold card, for example. Send a small amount of Bitcoin to an address there to see if it gets swept. Wait six hours and if the money is still there, 
you will be fine. The thing is people trust uh, true random number generators, which is what's inside of these hardware wallets. They trust them much less than they should, and they end up trusting themselves and their own devices and their own schemes to store their Bitcoin much more than they should be. It's important when you buy a hardware wallet also to purchase it from the original manufacturer. So go to coldcard.com, go to Blockstream, Jade to purchase them. Don't buy them used. Don't buy them from a third party if you can help it. And I'm not being paid or compensated in any way by any of these hardware wallet makers. Once you get it, you can download the Sparrow wallet. It's free and open source software. You can download this to your laptop or desktop and then use this to interact with your hardware wallet. I have a video that I'll link to in the description notes below how to set up Sparrow and use it. In a related question, why not store the recovery seed on a USB memory stick? As I responded in this comment, two problems. How do you generate the seed? How do you generate the randomness for that recovery seed and get it into the memory stick? How do you do that in a really clean offline manner? Also, how do you sign transactions using the memory stick? This is, this is the same problem with paper wallets. At some point, you're going to have to figure out how to sign a transaction with it. You could try to do it with an offline computer and then move that file back online, but there are many ways to mess this up. So instead of using a USB memory stick, use a real hardware wallet like the cold card or the Blockstream Jade. Number two mistake, never ever pick your own recovery seed. This is the 12 or 24 word human readable version of your master, uh, your, essentially your master private key. And this is what's used to generate all the Bitcoin addresses and associated private keys in your wallet. So never pick your own recovery seed. This is very important. People ask, can we customize our BTC password, either the 12 or 24 words? And in this response, I said, no, it's very important to have the words chosen by a random number generator. Essentially, a random number generator will generate a very large uh, binary number, and then it will be converted into these 12 or 24 words. So it's very important to have these words or the number chosen by a true random number generator, not to pick them yourself. If you pick them yourself, they won't be random enough and your Bitcoin will be stolen. This is the list, the uh, 2,048 words from the BIP39 list that are used to create these 12 or 24 words. But it's very important, don't take a look at this list yourself, pick 12 or 24 words and think that your Bitcoin is going to be safe. Never, never, never pick your own 12 or 24 words from this list. Also don't use words from your favorite Bible verse or common proverb or a phrase from Shakespeare or Dickens or a national anthem or something like this. It's very important to let your hardware wallet generate these 12 or 24 words. If you pick your own words, especially if you use a very common phrase, your Bitcoin will be immediately swept. And even if you don't use a very common phrase, the odds are that you have not picked a truly random number. And there's going to be some way that a bot can, uh, a bot is viewing that address and then will sweep the Bitcoin if any Bitcoin ends up there. Number three, and this has happened to a bunch of people that I've spoken with recently, if you go to one of these uh, support groups for Spare or Cold Card or Blockstream Jade or really any software or hardware product online and they have a Telegram group, there are many, many scammers in these Telegram groups. And this is something that I thought everyone knew, but people are getting, uh, I've spoken with people recently who've gotten scammed by them. So even if they call themselves customer support or admin, it's very difficult for these companies to keep these scammers out of their Telegram groups, it would appear. And so it's important not to trust them. What they're going to try to do usually is try to get you to share your 12 or 24 words with them. This is very important that you don't do this. A true customer support desk in Bitcoin would never, ever ask for this information. And if you share your, your recovery seed with these scammers, your Bitcoin will be swept in a matter of seconds, unfortunately. Also, I've spoken about this before, never, ever upload your recovery seed, your 12 or 24 words 
online, never take a picture of them, never put it in Evernote or in a Google Doc or uh, any, anywhere on your phone, etc., and, and never ever enter it into a website or your Bitcoin is going to be gone forever. There are many ways to do self-custody. There are many ways to mess it up. My favorite solution is using multisig, as I've mentioned on this channel before. Multisig is not for everyone. It's a more advanced solution. But if you're interested in learning about this, this is something that I do cover sort of on the paid side of things at Bitcoin University. And I've started doing these live classes over Zoom. We're going to be doing one for Bitcoin University premium subscribers this Sunday, March 3rd at 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And I'm going to teach everyone how to build their own multi-sig Bitcoin vault, both on laptop and desktop, as well as on a really cool mobile solution. So if you're interested in checking that out and also checking out my paid Bitcoin course, the Ultimate Guide to Bitcoin, as well as the private Bitcoin forum, I'll put a link in the description notes below that you can use to join Bitcoin University Premium. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to hit the subscribe and like buttons. Hit the notification bell if you want to be notified when I publish my next video. And let me know your questions and comments in the comment section below. Thanks a lot for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.